that is the big change maker because that is now changing the the digital agencies digitally dead agencies and the new generation that's out there are now becoming networks they're not just a little hot shop and they are clearly capable of doing the whole thing Welcome to Managing Marketing, a weekly podcast where we discuss the issues and opportunities facing marketing, media and advertising with industry thought leaders and practitioners. Today, I'm sitting down with Jeremy Taylor, Managing Director of Trinity P3 UK. Jeremy has a long and successful track record in managing marketing communications agencies, as well as being responsible for developing radical and effective communication strategies for his clients in many different markets. Jeremy, you wear two hats, primarily Managing Director of Trinity P3 UK, but also you're co-founder and CEO of Connect2 Community Engagement that helps clients engage their businesses with society by meeting community needs. You address trust issues and build sustainable growth at the meeting point of marketing and corporate communications. And in addition to all of that, you're a charity trustee and marketing specialist in your own local community. And just to add another thing in, uh, knowing you well, I know you have a real passion for tennis. Yeah. Thank you, Gina. Great to be here. Nice to be talking to you. And thank you for all that. Yes, tennis is is where it all comes together. Good. Excellent. Um, So today we're going to be discussing some of the key issues facing our industry, which came out as a direct result of a recent trip to New York with Ad Forum. Welcome, Jeremy. (laughs) So I'm just going to, before we get started, I'm just going to, for the benefit of our listeners who aren't necessarily familiar with Adforum, I'm just going to explain a little bit about who they are and what they do. So Adforum provide advertising agencies and production companies with a digital space to showcase their creative work and talents to brands and prospective new business partners. They have more than 25,000 members in their agency gallery and represent the collective voice of the advertising industry. This includes a creative library featuring more than an impressive 200,000 campaigns, partnerships with leading award shows and influence globally with offices in New York and Paris. So, Jeremy, our listeners will be very interested to hear from someone with your background and experience about your take on the emerging issues and trends. Would you like to explain a bit more about your trip and what you were looking to get out of it? Yeah, um, it was a big old week in uh, New York. So uh, five days in New York, uh, touring around here and there in uh, Manhattan. And we took in, I think, 18 different presentations in the course of that those four days or five days. And for me, the interesting thing is obviously to hear what how the agencies talk about themselves. But the, the bigger picture piece was what was really interesting. So what kind of, um, what were the themes that were coming across? And, have, and that now being my, I can't remember the third or fourth uh, experience of attending Ad Forum. It's interesting to see how things have moved on in the previous, in the, the year or six months since I last was exposed to them. So, yeah, for me, I think the interesting bit to discuss today is probably not so much the individual agency presentations as the overriding mm-hmm. um, themes and, and uh, developments that were coming out of it. No, that sounds interesting. I'm sure our listeners would, uh, would really uh, welcome your opinion and um, thoughts on that. Okay, so let's. So I've got a kind of a mental list, but I've got a written list as well of the um, what I thought was the interesting themes. So let's let's kick off with uh, the the big topic at the moment: artificial intelligence, AI. Yes. 
Um, lots of discussion about that amongst the various agencies, some very specific uh, guidance from some, some, some of them, uh, expert guidance coming through on particularly on chat GPT. So what really struck me was that um, most agencies don't really know any more than anyone else does what the implications of chat GPT are going to be. Um, good, Do you think that's challenging for, um, for them with their clients often going to them for, yeah. for advice on this particular topic? I do, and I think it's. I think agencies feel it's it's uh, it's uh, on their it's, it's their business. They, they need to know about these things. They need to have an understanding of Chat GPT in particular, and uh, and have a view on how it works for them. Um, it's pretty apparent to me that not many of them really uh, know the full picture. But then again, who does? Because the thing is developing so quickly and growing so fast, and the implications are immense. So what? A lot of them have, have done, which is what everyone's done, is to go and play with chat GPT. And it's so easy to get into the detail of it. And rather than trying to take a big picture overview of what it's doing, you rapidly get involved in the, in the marvels of what it can do for you. So you, you ask it questions and it comes back and tells you the key points from your CV or key points from uh, your agency site. And I think and what were the main uses um, from the agencies? How were they how were they using it? What were the benefits for them? These sort of initial ways of using it. Yeah. So once they got beyond that stage of it, it's it's apparent that um, it has some good uses, and some of it is to do with putting together a, um, media schedules very rapidly, which it seems to be able to help on very quickly. Which I can see is, is a big benefit. It can do that kind of. Um, it can it can do some of the, the things that take people an awful long time to do. It can do really yes. quickly, so it, it gets them to a solution quicker. Um, once people start playing with the um, creative aspects of it, so its ability to create images and its yeah. ability to create PowerPoint, it's clearly got a role in um, helping to, to, what's the phrase, ideate. Right. Yeah. So, and in particular, people seem to be using it to put together, um, so case history files, so it helps them present themselves more quickly. Uh, and, and finding Which is excellent, because case studies are often that sort of thing that uh, yeah. agents can, Agencies can take a while to put together, so they taking can. some labour out of that. Yeah, exactly, and putting together images that back up. And, and I think they were also finding uses to do that when it comes to making first stage creative presentations. Mm -hmm. So images to support the ideas. Um, so things that would take you, would previously have taken days, if not weeks, to put together because you've got to put a brief together for your creative department, it's got to come mm -hmm. back. Or you're searching endlessly online for suitable images. It can do that very quickly. Right. So there's these these are the kind of areas where agencies are, are I think finding it useful right now. Um, the impression you get was there there was kind of a lot more going on, but people hadn't really worked out what it is that, or if they had worked out, they weren't willing to tell you. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> what, uh, yes. what it could really do for you. But I think this this is something which is. So my overall conclusion, my overall observation, really is that as yet, we don't really know what it's going to be doing, but we have great hopes as to. All the agencies have, have big ambitions now that's going to be helping them out. And I think the next few months are going to be uh, very important, very pivotal in the way it's, it ends up being used. But it's clearly very important. Clients are looking to them for, for guidance for that question. And I think um, the big question with in clients' minds is going to be, how does this cut costs? <laughs> As you, you know, all the big stories are about how it's going to be um, doing jobs that people that take people a long time to do very quickly therefore isn't there a cost implication so the challenge for agents is is to say probably is is the big one is going to be it's not about labor saving it's about doing things better yes okay now that's really interesting
And was there any concern in the agencies about how this might take uh, jobs away or from certain departments? Or was there any sort of concern expressed about, about that area? As, I didn't hear any. No, I didn't really hear that coming through. Um, it was more about doing the job better. And I think that's, that's healthy. Um, but maybe there's a little bit of head in the sand about whether that is an implication of, of, the, of the technology. And uh, I don't yet think people know. There, there are clearly some industries where it's going to have a huge impact on jobs. Mm -hmm. um, didn't really hear any big conclusion as to how it's going to affect uh, employment prospects within ad agencies. And who, having seen um, obviously a, a good cross section of these different sort of agencies, who yeah. who did you feel was sort of leading, really leading the way, or what type of what type um, of agency? Well, I think it fits more naturally into the more digitally led agencies, mm -hmm. just because they have that heritage. But I wouldn't say it's exclusive to them. I think they 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 gave, they gave a more convincing um, account of how it's it's helping them to work, but it's certainly not exclusive to them. It's it's something that touches everybody. Mm -hmm. And was uh, Web three mentioned at all in the presentations that you saw? Uh, it was it was Web three point zero. Now that is definitely something which is which is the digital agency world where they're leading the way. Um, and so the state of play of Web point three is is really people are obsessed with finding out what it can do. Mm -hmm. It seems to me that so my my observation was that what was what we saw uh, was some very technical presentations about Web point three, Web sorry Web three point zero, um, and putting together programs using it, which were which struck me as being more about showing off what the technology can do rather than being particularly client. Or sorry, customer focused on it. Right. So it seemed to be it was they they were kind of lots of programs we saw were were people doing things because they could rather than because they should, and right. it concerned it worried me that that, so that there wasn't really very much um, consideration for what the what the punters actually wanted to see out of it. Um, maybe that's because a lot of it is being aimed at a very young market. It's being seen as a way to get into the the Gen Z or Gen Z, um, which of course a lot of marketers obsess over. And I guess that's probably going to be where it, it does its proving. That's where it's going to be demonstrated. But right now, I think um, there's still a way to go in in harnessing the the tech, the IT opportunity, the technology opportunity that's provided mm. by Web three. Um, I think early days are not yet really thought through. I mean, lots of com lots of talk about um, yeah, the, the technology that Bitcoin uses is obviously is, is what drives all this. Um, and it's it's it is complicated. It is it's complex stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, I think there's some there's some development work to do before it becomes something which is which is universally used across the agencies. And what would you say if you had to sort of sum things up? What would you say was uh, really new in the agency world? What struck you when you were over there? Well, those so those two are the big two things. I'll tell you one one thing. Destroy me was that um, twelve months ago, most of the conversations about the the uh, technology side of marketing was about um, the, the metaverse. Mm -hmm. Now, notably, no one mentioned the metaverse. Right. <laughs> so, it's it's kind of been tried and found wanting. Was my uh, my feeling about the metaverse, and it's been replaced by uh, Web three and AI. But I think the I, I think the big one is going to be AI because it's the implications are mm. so huge. Yes. Uh, how that comes together over the next six months, twelve months is going to be really interesting. And I think it, it will be. It's going to be fast because the technology is developing so fast. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So metaverse interesting by its absence rather than by its presence.
Yes, interesting. I guess what what's particularly sort of topical. Um, so, what did you feel? Well, sorry. What is there anything else you would say that was particularly topical when you were out there that all the agencies were talking about? Um, well, there is still some of the same stuff that I've that we've seen for the last five years. So, the big the big triangle of data and creative and production. I think mm -hmm. all, all the agencies still felt that that it's important for them to talk about that. And, and provide their own take on uh, how those three things are done and the systems that drive it and how they're brought together across networks. Um, so the, there's still um, a big focus on those three areas, and quite right, mm -hmm. because that's, I guess, is the, is the, the way in which they produce the, the work for their clients. So I guess the, temp, the, the, the way the agencies think about these, the new technologies, is to how they can do those three things better. I'm not sure that's new. That's a continuation of a theme that's been around for, for four or five years now. Mm. Trinity P3. Did you see any specialist agencies and who were they and would you like to say something about them? We did see some specialist agencies and I think the big thing for me was the kind of division between the digitally led agencies and mm -hmm. the more traditional agencies who are being rather rudely referred to as legacy networks these days. And I think the, the biggest trend, the most interesting trend for me was the, the rise in confidence and abilities of the agencies who are from the, the, um, the new generation of digi the digitally led ones. So they have notably risen to the point where they are, are confident about talking, talking about themselves as being the lead agency. They have the ability to lead completely everything. So whereas a couple of years ago, they would be the kind of slightly in the background technology bods who understood how um, digital world works and they would be there to support the activities of the, maybe there to, to carry out the digital elements of what was going on with the big ideas coming out of the, the uh, mm. more traditional agencies. That is the big change made because that is now changing. The, the digital agencies, digitally led agencies and the new generation of them that's out there are now becoming networks, they're not just uh, little hot shops. Yes. And they are clearly capable of doing the whole thing. So they're quite capable of producing the big campaign ideas and also producing the um, all the work that supports it right through from all the production work across all the different media and they're not yes, uh, they're not now thinking that they need to be in the shadow of big agencies if, if indeed they ever did but they they see themselves as being quite capable of being the lead agencies in any client relationship mm. that to me was was um, the big shift that I saw in, in New York. Okay, and um, you talked a, a little bit on this, but what do you feel um, hadn't particularly changed uh, from the presentations that you saw within the agency world? Mm, well, interesting question. So uh, what hadn't changed was still the, the big emphasis on the, the, the trinity of uh, data and creative and production. So that has been a big theme of agencies for the last four or five years now, I think. Still, they like to talk about the the way in which they bring together how they use data to drive great creative, and how they use um, IT to make sure that the production side of things is is um, is done efficiently and timely and to, and cost effectively. And that theme was still there very strongly. Although, what does change is the way in which is is the way in which technology and IT enables the, the production side of things to happen quickly. So those three big so data, creative, and production is the thing that mm -hmm. doesn't change. 
But what does change is the way is the, the way in which technology and IT in particular makes those three things come together and and, and builds a, a beneficial spiral that uh, that should increase the, the uh, way it works. Trinity P three. You talked about some of the themes that had changed, some of the things that hadn't changed. Were mm. there any particular buzzwords that came out um, in New York when you were there? Uh, there were. So we heard an awful lot about the point of inflection. Ah. And the point of inflection was used in a variety of ways. But um, I guess a, it, the, the, way the, the way the point of inflection was used primarily was about um, the journey of the brand. So how mm. is, how is, so a lot of agencies like to work well, came across as they would like to work with brands that had been around for a while, had reached a certain stage and then had reached a point where they had to reconsider how they got to the, how they grew beyond that kind of initial um, stage of growth and excitement and what happens next. So the point of inflection was a thing that uh, we heard quite a bit about. And I suppose that's that was the kind of that's what they're looking for when, when clients are coming to them. Where are you in your in your journey as a brand? And what is it that you can, uh, that, that what's changing now where well, we can hmm. do something different? So this, this was a new terminology that uh, we heard quite a bit about. And is there anything talking about, sort of hearing about things? And was there anything you were expecting to hear more about, but you didn't? Interesting question. You talked briefly about the metaverse, mm-hmm. didn't you? That that had, been, uh, that had been talked about a lot previously. Um, yeah, interesting point. So... No, that is a good point. The metaverse was was not really referred to, and the metaverse was talked enormous a great deal about in the the, the previous um, round of these presentations that I attended. Yeah, interestingly, it was it was not really talked about. So maybe the conclusion was that they couldn't actually make the metaverse work for them. Mm-hmm. The implication is that the metaverse is not something which agencies feel they can uh, harness to their um, their client needs. And what about, um, I, as I understand it, diversity last year was very, a very central theme in all the it different was. sort of discussions and presentations. Um, what, was, what would you say was at the sort of heart of um, Ad Forum 2023? Um, yes, an interesting, interesting discussion point. So diversity was something which was incredibly uh, top of mind 12 months ago. Um, everyone really keen to make sure that their, their teams were representing all the, the, uh, the diversity of their um, client markets and mm-hmm. all, all views represented. Um, not talked about so much this time around, although I think I'm sure that within the organisations there are still people who are responsible for diversity and driving the diversity mm-hmm. agenda. It was not something which was um, top of the list this time around. So either that's because they feel they've done it or because um, they've reached a point where it's, it's, um, it's reached a certain point of development and now it's, uh, let's, talk, let's talk, not talk about it now, let's see what the impact is in a year's time. I hope that's what it was because it was yes. such a hot topic 12 months ago. Um, but it was strangely absent from the, uh, the agenda mm. this time around, so things that were not mentioned particularly. Um, was there anything that replaced it, would you say, from sort of in, if you're looking at the continuity between all the presentations you saw? What replaced it? I think, well, AI was the big one. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, so that would, that would be, you know, and, and why not? It's, a, it's an incredible opportunity for agencies, they can seize it. But uh, they got, there's a lot of work to do, a lot of thinking and exploration to do before AI and, um, can really be, uh, become the, the, the opportunity, can be, can be turned into the big opportunity that's, that it's there for the agencies to take.
Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things is that agencies are always great at ha- obviously helping their clients in terms of sort of honing their propositions, uh, but sometimes aren't so good at, at, at their own. You would have seen, as you said, I think it was 18 different presentations. Is there any mm. particular advice you would um, give those agencies about how they might approach improving or sharpening up their um, credentials? So agencies uh, are always convinced that they have to cover off uh, certain bases and there are definitely, um, there's a lot of received wisdom as to how you should present yourself and you have to talk about yourself in certain ways. Um, and there is some truth in that. I mean, obviously people do like to hear that you've got a track record and they like to see um, the main people and they like to hear about how you think about things. But what they really like to see is the, the evidence of it. So what I still think a lot of agencies could, could do better is, is, is use evidence of how they are, are doing things better and how they're doing things differently. And that's really about, about the work that they're doing. Um, agencies love to talk about themselves and they spend an awful lot of time still in talking in the setting up the, uh, the conversation, talking about their, their history and how, how they do this and how they do that and how many systems they got. And um, the evidence is really going to come through the, the work that they do. So. Mm. It's the proof point of how they do things and how, how things are, are different within the agency. And what would you say were the sort of strongest ways of actually expressing that? Obviously, results have been used in some ways, but yeah. were there some good new ways that people were actually using in their credentials to help other clients understand that they were able to deliver upon their promises? Um, well, yeah, so results is always interesting, isn't it? Because it's always a bit commercially sensitive to actually explain to people what you've set out to achieve with your with your case histories, with your um, with the work you do for clients. Um, so there's it's a bit superficial in the, the way it's set up. So, uh, in terms of the credentials that you saw, were there particularly good ways that the agencies put across how they had uh, performed? Yeah. So, so there's, I mean, there's, there are there are certain things you can't get away from. You have got to show the work, and you have got to show. Um, sometimes it, I think people could spend more time thinking, talking about the thinking behind the work and the opportunity that was there to be exploited because there's there's a big tendency from agencies still to uh, blast you every different little bit of creative variation there was on the on the theme and here's here it is on this format here's it in that format. And, um, sometimes the, the more interesting bit which they forget about is uh, is the thinking behind it and how they got there and then the bigger impact it achieved. Yeah, no, I think that's a really running. good point. So. Um, Sometimes you could do with less of the, uh, the thousand different treatments that were there of the, of the theme and more about the kind of the, the big thinking behind it and the, the, the bigger impact it achieved um, and how it changed people's, changed the audience view on things. Mm. And, um, uh, and sometimes it's, it's nice if you can do it to, uh, to hear a bit about that uh, bigger picture stuff. And were there um, any really surprising ways that people put across sort of credentials? I know Darren's spoken before about just bringing a client in to speak about an agency. Was there anything that was particularly different from these 18 different presentations that you saw that sort of stood out? No, well, yes. And I, I think actually your point about um, bringing clients in to talk about the agency is, is a particularly powerful one. Um, there were a couple of cases where the work was kind of was good. It wasn't, you didn't, you didn't think, my God, that work is astonishing. But what did happen was... Um, what is impressive is when a client, when a client, talks on behalf of his agency and talks about the uh, the strength of the relationship and the the, the impact of the work from their point of view. Uh, and there were a couple of occasions where we saw agencies 
do that. And it's actually deeply impressive because uh, <laughs> uh, clients are not likely going to talk about the um, the agency relationship and the, and the importance of the work that's being done. So if they are willing to do it, really strong if, they, if it can be done. Um, nice to back it. Nice, obviously, to talk to back it up and talk around the, what the science behind it and the way it's done. But uh, ultimately, if clients are in, are endorsing the work, then. Absolutely. A bit like sort of novels and the re reviews on the back can be very, very convincing, can't they? You want to, yeah, you want to buy it. Yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah. And, but the proof comes when you start reading the novel. That's the, that's the case with the agency. I guess it's also in a lot of RFPs, isn't it, that they want to call clients. So to actually be able to have it up front and recorded and be able to show it up, you know, at the, at the beginning um, stages of discussions must be must be quite convincing, as you say. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I mean, clients, clients endorsing their agencies is a tough thing to do, but very impactful when it's done um, mm. effectively. Trinity P3. We talked a little bit, but there were a couple of, who, who were the specialist agencies that you saw? I think there were some that were quite different to all the other agencies. Who were they, who were they and, and did you want to talk a little bit about them or mention them, what topics they were covering? Okay, so one of the nice things about work, about Ad Forum is that uh, they'll often introduce us to people, to, to companies who are not strictly just, who are not agencies, they're doing um, other services which are useful. So, yeah, we, there was interesting to meet people who, who are specialists in insights research. So, mm. yeah, we met an uh, interesting presentation from, from System One, who are an insights research company, and... Um, hear how they can help with the uh, the production of effective creative of really effective creative work and the way they go about doing it and the systems that are there. So yeah, sometimes it's, it is interesting to hear from the services that, that are behind the agencies and the, and the kind of the creative production element that you expect to hear about. So Jeremy, you, you've obviously, as you said, you've got your long list of things that came out. So clearly um, uh, you, you were paying a lot of attention with all these different presentations despite the fact that it being in a, in a very short space of time mm. are there other things that you wanted to bring out that our listeners would be interested in a couple of things i would so one one which was kind of which doesn't seem to move which is the everyone's very keen to talk about their um their data and their creative and their production agents and how all that combines together mm -hmm. you kind of from a client point of view it's kind of it's, it's interesting and reassuring to hear that those three things are going on um, and people still find people. Are not, well, people are not really finding new ways of talking about that. They're kind of saying we do it, right? So, interestingly, for, for me, it'd be interesting if an agency would, would say, "Here's how we do it." That's really different, and here's the evidence of how those three things combine to to make the work effective. So that's that's kind of um, a same old thing. I thought an interesting an, an interesting area for me was when we heard from people like uh, Accenture. Yes. On how they are bringing different skills to bear. So going beyond that kind of triangle of data creation and production, interesting to hear how people like Accenture are thinking about how they can actually expand the role of advertising for their clients, how they can make it a growth area rather than a, a, an easily understood um, group of skills that, that can be ever pressured into being cheaper. So I thought they had an interesting story talking about um, 
the extra services, the, the, the different things that, that can be brought to, that can be um, produced by the agency that can be impacted on by thinking more broadly. Uh, and, that, and that kind of management consultancy, creative agency crossover was an interesting uh, development I thought, which I enjoyed hearing about. Yeah, I think there were some there were some interesting um, examples of that, as you say, in terms of when there is actual impact um, or creation of new things actually in a client's business as a result of an idea. Were there any interesting things that came out or struck you as being interesting in that area? What's in your mind? Um, well, w- when we were talking about sort of um, Accenture Song or when we were talking about some of the other agencies where they actually mm. had an impact, where they had created something that was then utilised in, in the business. So whether that was um, something like Uncommon, whereby they actually brought out a whole new line, which was of, of suits that they were helping um, people who just going into work. Um but also uh, uh, Accenture also had an impact in creating something for the actual business itself, more than just the advertising. Yeah, and those are good examples of what, what happens when you bring in a different thinking or a different skill set into, uh, into the advertising world. And I think that's one of the interesting things about someone like Accenture who, uh, who can bring in teams of people um, with different skill sets that can grow and impact beyond a, um, the advertising and can lead to maybe different thinking about a product or a service, what lies behind it and how it can impact on, on the audience. And with it, um, obviously it's Ad Forum, and so there will have been a big emphasis on sort of advertising, but did you see other things? You've talked about data. Um, mm. Were there some good case studies or, again, some interesting insights there where you could really see that data was now beginning to be utilised in some of the other um, uh, sort of disciplines that hadn't been there before? Have you got some examples in your mind? Um, I was just thinking, well, I guess some of the digital agencies, you were saying that you had that triangle mm. and there was sort of data and creative and strategy. I was just wondering whether the, the data side had come across in particular examples, because previously it's sort of it's been more associated, associated with creative and advertising, whereas data has often been um, looked at more the traditional below the line um, agencies. Um, yeah, I guess that's true. Um, certainly, digital agencies, digital agencies, and digital networks are, are less uh, intimidated by data. They kind of they endorse it and they use it uh, more impactful ways, I think, than the, the the older agencies have tended to do. Um, they're not they're not worried. They're not intimidated by it. They're not scared by it. They see the opportunities that that it provides for them. So yeah, that's, that's a, an impact of the kind of the rise of digital networks. And certainly, I, I think. Um, what came across very strongly to me was the, um, the rise of some of these, these the, the digitally led networks who are talking very confidently now about the about the, the bigger impact they can have on client businesses. They're not seeing themselves as being there to support the kind of big idea, legacy, what they call them, legacy networks. An interesting phrase in its own right. Mm. But they 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 are not they're not seeing themselves as support anymore. They are quite capable of doing everything. And right. I think we saw what we were hearing about was some very aggressive uh, expansion from those digital groups and a huge confidence in their abilities to to be the to, to be the lead in fact to do everything, not not just there as a kind of a to run one aspect of, of uh, their client advertising needs. They, they can do a lot, and they're very confident about it, and they're very aggressive in the way they're approaching it. So I think that, to me that was a really interesting um, outtake from the whole from the week was the kind of the 
particularly the rise in confidence that, that I heard from the digital networks and the, and the kind of the way in which they are aggressively expanding and the way they're taking business away from the uh, the old networks, who sounded mm-hmm. to me less confident in their abilities. There was a definite um, diminution in the way that which they uh, they talk about themselves or the confidence which they talk about themselves. Right, interesting. And what about, um, was there mention about working from home? How's that working? Because in agencies, obviously, yeah. it's often uh, either with pitches or with brainstorming, then that, that often, you, you know, you need people together. What was the, what was there, was there discussion about um, sort of video conferencing and working from home? There was. In fact, there was almost universal agreement about working from home, which seems to have become the accepted way of working in that now we have, People are expecting to spend three days a week in their offices and two days a week working from home. And I guess that um, the impact of that is that uh, the things which require people to work together in groups are going to happen on the days they're in the office. Mm-hmm. And the days when they're doing more admin things are going to happen when they're at home. But it's, yeah, it's, it's a big change in the last three years. And I think it's, it's, it's becoming, it's, it's, it's a permanent change. It's not going to change back again. People like mm-hmm. to work that way and are adapted to working that way. Um, so we, we are becoming used to the sight of empty offices on a Monday and a Friday and busy, busy offices on the other three days of the week. Mm, so that uh, was consistent, was it, in terms of the days of the week? Was that what the agencies were saying? It was, but, it's, but that's a, there's a challenge now right there, isn't there? Because what are you going to do with your, your offices the other two days of the week? Mm. Some of the some of the um, the groups of agency groups uh, have coming, are coming up with interesting solutions where they are... Uh, having different bits, different divisions working different days of the week. So there's, there's kind of desk sharing opportunities because oh. you're accepting that there's only going to be three people are only going to be in the office three days a week. Therefore, uh, they're looking for optimal use of the the desk space. Hmm. But I still still see an awful lot of going into an agency on a Friday or a Monday and there being not a soul there. There's an issue right there for the uh, all the agencies, I think, to tackle on how they maximise the, the return on the office space, which they <laughs> Which is a big part of their, their cost. I know that they're uh, looking to find ways of reducing that uh, that cost as people work more and more from home, and as they adapt to the uh, the permanent impacts of, of how that's of, of what that does to them. That's brilliant. Well, Jeremy, thank you so much for coming into the studio today and sharing your your thoughts with our listeners um, about Ad Forum, because I'm sure a lot of them are interested in the type of insights that you that you uh, brought out of that. So, thank you very much. Thank you. It has been great talking to you. Goodbye, Jeremy. Thanks, Gina. Bye bye. <laughs>